0: Hi there, I am Ivy and I am the host of the Four Parents podcast where we talk about parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who have been there. Let's get started. My son Warren had the sweetest, most patient kindergarten teacher and we called her Mrs. Leck, short for Leck Leitner. She had a baby while Warren was in her class and the kids... I guess it was actually the mom's, threw her a little baby shower. So Mrs. Leck's mom and her little sister came too. And I noticed then what a sweet relationship Mrs. Leck had with her family. I loved it. So today you're going to hear from Mrs. Leck's mom, Kim. Kim has three girls. Lauren is her oldest, Emily is the middle, and Allison is her youngest. Lauren and Emily are both teachers, and Allison is currently in a transitional program for people with a special need. When I asked her daughter, Lauren, to tell me a little bit about her mom, this is what she said. She was always a great mom and always put me and my sisters before herself. We did all of the girly things, and she made sure of it—dance, cheer, all the hair bows and monogrammed outfits. She was and is our biggest prayer warrior and hosted Bible studies and bunkos for us and our friends. She was always involved at our school and led a moms in prayer group there. She was our biggest cheerleader and a true gem. My sister had special needs, but she and my dad did a phenomenal job of raising her. She was a real pistol when she was little, and my parents went through lots of challenges with her. But since day one of finding out that she was going to have Down syndrome, my parents presented it to my sister and I as a blessing and never a bad thing. When you're young, finding out you're going to have a sibling with special needs can be confusing, but my parents made the situation so positive and handled it so well. So no surprise here. This is a great conversation. It's so great. Okay, here it is. Okay, so tell me about the personalities of your girls and how, you know, having three girls with unique personalities, how you kind of had to shift, like, nurturing them or meeting their needs in different ways. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, Okay. My oldest, Lauren, Mm -hmm. um, her personality is uh, very uh, kind of quiet Uh and sweet, a little on the mischievous side. (laughs) Um, So with her, you know, to encourage her or to nurture her, it was maybe taking the time to redirect um she's a risk taker too uh-huh. and so uh not so much now but when she was younger so it was redirecting um helping her to stay focused uh uh-huh. um pointing out the things that we not might need to change and work on so that's how we dealt with with her personality mm-hmm. and then Emily I think be, being the middle one was able to see that uh you know we set rules and guidelines and, and things for uh Lauren and Emily's not a risk taker she's more of a rule follower sensitive um person and so for her it was wanting to do the right thing uh-huh. you know I think from viewing what she saw with her older sister that you know she needed to she wanted to make sure she did yeah. what we asked of her. Right. And uh so I think it was loving her and, and praising her for those choices, but also telling her not to be so hard on herself. Right. Because right. she would, you know, if she messed up or whatever, you know, so just saying it was okay, we forgive, and we move on. Right. And then Allison is a very loving, you know, uh, she's a pleaser too, but she uh, she's a loving Sweet girl, but she also has her times when she's very stubborn. And <laughs> yeah. uh, so, and Allison uh, is uh, a child with Down syndrome, or a mm-hmm. child with Down syndrome. So things had to be done differently, right? Uh, in in a lot of ways. Um, so it was like starting over uh-huh. and doing things a little differently,
0: right? Uh,
1: and and a lot of repetition, encouraging her in that way, but uh, but also. We had to make sure that um, we stayed on track.
0: Mm-hmm. We had to
1: uh, structure
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, you know, praising her for those little things. Right. That you you praise your children for anything, but you, you know, the really small steps we praised right. her for. Right. Because it was
0: more challenging for her to it do was, some of the little things. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And it took longer, but it, you know, that's okay. You know, you just yeah. stay on top of it. So,
0: What is their age gap? Uh, four
1: years, almost four years, and then two years. So okay, Lauren's f- almost four years older than Emily, and then Emily almost two years than, okay. than Allison. So do you
0: remember, like, really early on those, those qualities? Like, oh, like the, when the second came along, like, oh, okay, this is really different. Yes.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I think with the oldest, you're always um it's different in that, that you're you're starting new you uh-huh. you know you're you're questioning your parenting mm-hmm. your whatever um and so with with Lauren it was you know setting all those rules and thinking okay this is a little exhausting these guidelines are a little exhausting and staying on top of it <laughs> uh but then it was kind of a pleasant surprise because Emily was you know, she was like so into doing what was right, like that a little easier, early a little on with easier, the yeah. And then starting from scratch with Allison wow, in different yeah. ways, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So there, you know, it's every child's personality and their needs are different. I mean, I feel like you have to set specific right uh, and encourage them in certain ways, but then you have to handle each one right differently.
0: Well, and I I have two boys, but I kind of felt like, oh, another boy. I, I've got this. And that's yeah. just not the case. No, no. Each one, it's like, okay. It's individual. Individual. Mm-hmm, for sure. When did you find out that Allison had Down syndrome? We were, we had a test done when uh,
1: almost five months, okay. a blood test that uh-huh. came back questionable. And so, um, you know, that there was a very slight chance right. uh, that she uh, would be born with sound Down syndrome. So... For us, we prayed about it, and uh-huh. I said, you know, I felt like the Lord was saying, you know, do some further testing, mm-hmm. find out what's going on, because I wanted her birth to be a celebration, as you do with any of your children, right. but I did not want—so uh, I wanted to know ahead of time. Randy and I wanted to know ahead of time. That way, we could prepare ourselves, prepare our families, right. and— um and then, even though it was scary when she was born, we right. we, we we knew ahead of time it wasn't like oh what it was yes going? yeah yes you yeah. know we had that slight chance that it wouldn't happen but you know we wanted to know yeah. and uh, so when she was born it was like we were ready everybody in the family was ready and we embraced it well and isn't it sweet how God does prepare you for things oh like absolutely God's. oh yes He was so well when you're in a situation. With any of your children. I don't care if it's an easy decision or a, a you know or a or a, a certain situation that, that is challenging, you know, you've got to bring it to the Lord because right. you know, uh, you know you can't handle it on yeah. your
0: own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, looking back, what are you really glad that you did as a parent? Hands down praying
1: mm-hmm. routinely and um being uh getting with other moms mm-hmm. and praying for our children and uh, certainly, when they start school, oh yeah, um, it, and and the Lord just opened the door, which I am will be grateful for for the rest of my life. And that was uh, moms in prayer and okay. Uh, the leader that was presently at the elementary school was moving on to junior high. They needed one. I mean, the Lord just opened the door. Yeah, because a lot of my friends were doing private Christian school. Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, now we're, I've got this challenge. And am I doing the right thing by public? And the Lord answered that question as well because, um, you know, Allison would not have been able to go to a private mm-hmm. Christian school mm-hmm. um, uh, that was open to everybody. Right. So we knew that the public system was going to be where all of my, we wanted all the girls to be in the same, right, right, following the same path. So, uh, Started with Moms in Prayer from day one and carried it through all through high school for each one of my girls. So, okay, tell me more about that. Because I, Moms in Prayer? Yes. Well, it used to be called Moms in Touch. Okay. And then it was, then they changed it to Moms in Prayer years ago. But it's just, uh, you meet once a week. Okay. And, um, you know, you just, you follow. Um, a, a structured uh, form that they have you pray, uh, you know, praise, thanksgiving, mm-hmm. confession. And then, um, so you just get together with moms and you just get the word out. Yeah. And, you know, we were so fortunate. We had a girl that was homeschooled in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So we would, I, I wanted the moms that had young children to still come and bring their children. So we'd put them up in the playroom. With at your this, house? At my house. Oh, my gosh. I yes. love this. Yes. So, I mean, you know, the Lord just worked this out, obviously. So, um, yeah. So you prayed. It was only supposed to be an hour. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, you just— um, And it was in for the moms in the neighborhood. It was the moms at this at the school you right. were in. So really right. almost every elementary school, certainly in Richardson, had a moms in touch. And then, uh, and it's just yeah. is it a na- like it's a national
0: or international thing. Yes, so you yes, just it go is. Go online, yes. get the form. Or you whatever. get the
1: form, you print it, and you know, you just uh, as a leader, you just uh, apl- you know apply verses to different things, and um, and then of course everything's private, and yeah. you know. But I mean, Com- it was yeah. a time to really, and and of course I was, you know, my girls were hanging out with some of these uh, right. the kids that the moms right. that were there, so it was just. Huge blessing.
0: Mm.
1: Huge blessing. So I encourage that very much. Prayer. Yes.
0: Yes. Always. Okay. I want to go back to what you said because I think this is a real this is a real thing that that young parents are like navigating. The public versus private school. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you what did it look like for you to process and land on your decision? Well,
1: like I said, it was a bit of challenge. I mean, and I only had to deal with it with Lauren, but uh because we automatically knew the rest would be doing that right. the other two but um you know you you let your mind get off track and you start thinking, if I don't do the private Christian route, then you know there's gonna you know these are this may happen or this you know what's their future look like blah 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 and once again if you if you give it to him mm. to help you with that, mm. he will work it out. Right, and I think to stay in the public school system in in my opinion was was good because we did have moms in touch. you know we prayed for our teachers faithfully, yes. uh not just the students but the teachers and to me, that was not that you know it was a perfect situation, but you stayed on top of things, you got more involved, and I mean I just part of me felt like as a child raised in a Christian home, you know you want to. Share that with other people right. and uh, with other families, right. and so it was. It was a hard decision, but then he made it very clear, right,
0: to you that that to, was, this yes. was the right decision for yes. you, absolutely. You, and I think it's so. I don't, it it's so easy when your all your friends are making mm. a certain decision to think like, oh, I guess yeah. I should do that, but yeah. really it's like you got to go to God. You really do, and hear what He wants for you and your children. That's right. And you know? what he
1: chose for them was what he wanted right, for them. Right. Um but no regrets. No regrets at all for that decision. It was it was clear and plus our, you know, Emily and and uh, Allison were so close to each other that we did put her in a private school for special needs kids in junior high. Okay. But then after 2 years we decided that it was best for her to go To public school, and Emily was thrilled because she said, "I get to go to school with her for two years." So when she said that, I was like,
0: "You know, this is great. This is great." And was public school like was high school okay for her for Allison? Oh, oh, high school was (laughs) the
1: highlight of her life. Really? Well, because her senior year, (laughs) yes, uh, she uh, was homecoming queen. Oh my goodness! Then she was uh, won the school talent show. And uh, she is quite a dancer. Yeah. And uh, then she also was nominated for uh, senior favorite, and so it it was a wonderful experience for her. And I think because of Emily, she helped her get connected and Aww. people getting to know her. So she was very, as she would say, popular. <laughs> um, and she was she
0: just was well, oh,
1: she was loving. It. I mean, I will have to say when it was all over, you know, and we were moving on to the transition program, which was going to Richland. Yeah, she's like. What do you mean I have to give up my crown? I mean, she was not happy about that. Right. You know, she loved her senior year. So, yeah, that was and a it's great, great experience. And those
0: are, here's the deal. Like, you were praying. She was probably a baby when you were trying to figure out where to send Lauren. Right? Yeah. Was she a baby? Yes. Yes. So we pray about these things. Right. And we have a baby. And mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm. but God can see that. God Absolutely. can see just... Stick with it. I yeah, will give her a place me. to belong. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Oh, and he did. And yeah.
1: then there, there were some times that, you know, when I would want to put her in a preschool or whatever, and, and it, it, didn't. She was, it didn't work out. Right. And I would get in the car, and I would cry right. and because it, my daughter was being rejected. Right. And – but once again, you know, he led us to somewhere else where it all worked out and, you know, just trusting him to work it out because there's so many things – whether you have a, a you know a, a child with special needs mm-hmm. or a, children that aren't, it's the fear of the unknown. We don't know. You start letting your mind race and thinking about what if or should I do this. And bottom line, he is wanting us to give it to him mm-hmm. to work it out. And so that
0: is the key. Yeah, hands down, that's the key. Right, right. That's so good. Thanks. But- um, okay, if you could go back and tell your pre-child self something, what would you say? So, like, even even okay, you're pregnant with Lauren. Like, what what would you love to tell yourself? I really didn't think so much about it
1: while I was pregnant. When I once I had him, I think doubting yourself as a parent, mm-hmm. questioning choices and decisions you made. My husband's very laid back. I'm more the worrier. <laughs> so you know, it, it was a good you know, I would lean on him a lot right. of times to say, okay, I I'm, am I overreacting to this? And, you know, nine times out of 10, I was.
0: But, <laughs> and um, he brings you down. He brings like, me down.
1: Okay. And once again, that's the, you know, uh, the lower, beauty of yeah, relationship. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. So, you know, I think that just to cherish those those times when you're pregnant, mm. cherish those times when they're there. Don't dwell on the things that, you know, changes need to be made, and I think we all need to make improvements as parents. You know, say, okay, maybe I should look at this a different way or right. pray about this and let the Lord lead me a different direction or whatever, but not to be so hard on myself. I feel like I was too hard on myself, and I I wanted to—I really—I uh, I tell you the, the thing that first came to mind is when I did put together videos for my girls when they got married. Hmm. So we took all the old videos and the, and the, the pictures— and I, I've i never gotten so emotional in my life mm. because I was reliving and just relishing the, the, those times uh, again when they were younger. And I thought, did I really appreciate that time? Did I really value that time? Was I more worried than I was enjoying it? Yes. And so if I had to do it all over again, and I don't think I was worried about it as much as I'm, I'm, I'm stressing or expressing, but I feel like it just. Pray daily. Yeah. Love on them. Discipline them. Do whatever you have to do <laughs> yeah. as a mother. But just love that time. Yeah. Just that genuine time. Yeah. Because then they grow up. It go, yeah. So
0: it that resonates so much with me because I can just. I don't know that worry is the right, but I'm always like, and what's next? And what's yes. next? And wh- yes. like, because we're kind of as mo- as moms, we're keeping the ball rolling. Absolutely. And it's like there's always something to be done. There's always the next, you know. And it's like I don't want to be so busy looking for the next thing that I'm like missing what's it's actually absolutely. Happening. So just yeah, just take that yeah. time and enjoy it right. and. uh.
1: I mean, we have to plan. I mean, right. we have to think about that. But I just, as I went back, I was like, oh, did
0: I just really embrace that time? Yes. Did I embrace
1: that moment? Did I, you know, right. embrace it?
0: Okay. So I'm not, I don't know specifically your girls, but I just feel like <laughs> girls in general, thinking back to my own experience, <laughs> it's like there's just like a, there's a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of drama mm-hmm. with friendships mm-hmm. and things like that. Tell me how you navigated those things. Well, once again, prayer. Praying. Yes.
1: And, uh, you know, I would say that my two oldest had two completely sets of different types of friends. And for me, it was definitely staying on top of it. Not, not you know, being critical, but just when they start getting their groups together in elementary school. Yeah. And I think, you know, having them over all the time, observing, mm-hmm. listening to, to things that maybe my daughters were saying about friends or whatever, and just pointing out, these are the things, these are the strengths I see in her, right, in Susie. Right. And then these are the things I think, you know, you may decide that that's something that is not what you want in a friend, or what the Lord wants you. But right. I mean, I feel like the Lord will bring in these friends. But I also feel like He also is saying, keep your eyes open, yes. observe, learn from them, yes. know what you want, and not these these friends will not necessarily be your forever friends. Right. So, I mean, there were certainly some that we questioned relationships that we questioned, and we just I did not hesitate. To point it out. Right. I'm not saying that I said it in an ugly way, but I would just say, you know, I have a little concern about this or, you know, and if they got emotional or felt like their feelings would get hurt, of course, you know, your natural reaction is like, oh, you know. (laughs) Exactly. But just pointing out and saying, well, I'm sorry that that happened, but, um, you know, these are things that you have to make a decision about is this somebody that I want to continue a right. relationship with, or do you want to move off, on with somebody else? And right. that's okay. I, I think it's just being involved. I'm not saying down their throat all the time about it, but I think if you you make your own observations yes. and you point them out. Yes. And um, and then certainly the ones that we we felt like were not good relationships, we would say, Well, you know, this we this one we to, yeah, right. we, we need to move on.
0: So it would be like repeatedly if one of the girls was upset because such and such was unkind or whatever right. it was like let's process through right why this isn't working is this a friendship that you want to exactly continue and invest a lot of time in well true and then you also know, it's you know explain to your children what a good
1: what is yes. required of them to be a good friend yes and certainly if they say something well she said this and I said that well you know you point out you know you point out the things that you think well okay so maybe you could have handled it this way or maybe this would have right. been a better way but i i just feel like it it is really listening uh-huh and and not talking too much because if you do then you close the door they huh. will not communicate yep. with you yeah but as an adult you 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 know you can yes. see the things that are not right and yeah. maybe it's time to
0: Sounds like you really gave your, like you made sure you had space for conversation with them.
1: Yes. Yes, I did. I mean, I, it, I, I, and certainly when they got older, I wish there was more communication.
0: Like as Be- when they were in high school? Yes. Like that kind of thing? Yes.
1: Because I mean, but that's, that's all part of growing up. It I is. mean, you, yeah. set values, <laughs> you set the values, you set the standards, you, you know, you give advice, you do what you can when they're younger. And then of course you're getting to the next step where they need to make those decisions. Right. Not not still in high school, but when they go off to college, they need to be able
0: to navigate it on their own. Absolutely. I mean, you're you're not gonna follow them around at college. No, no. You know, so no. it's helping like, let me listen, let's ask good questions, let's process through right. how this is working out. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, there were
1: times when they weren't sitting around going, Well, mom, what do you think about so and so? If I didn't if I saw something that I did not agree with. I really, I prayed about it. I should say something. So I did. Yes. <laughs> so that wasn't always, you know, taken yes. favorably. But, you know, as a parent, that's what I feel. I don't, I feel it's important not to be a f- afraid to to speak up. And, I mean, there's a certain way to say it. But if you have a concern or if you like some, you know, if they're doing something that you don't approve of or whatever, you know, I was never afraid to share what I thought. Oh,
0: yes. And you can't. Like, we can't be afraid of ruffling our kids' feathers. Exactly. Isn't that kind of our job? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yes, it is our job. (laughs) We don't want them to be mad at us. We don't want them to. But the reality is, like, our job is not necessarily just to keep the peace. Right. Because we're molding them. Yeah. You know, through,
1: with with the Lord's help, we are molding them to be productive, responsible adults. So if you don't set those guidelines, if you don't, you know, lovingly set those guidelines, then they're going to be an adult that's not going to survive or be likable or whatever. Exactly. So they have
0: to know difference between. Was that different? I mean, I'm sure it was. But was it different navigating the friendship stuff between your older two and Allison? Like, did you approach that differently?
1: Right. Well, yeah, because Allison, um, she had her her uh thank goodness she was involved in um uh bible studies for special needs mm-hmm. kids. Yes. So she would have that avenue to have, you know, to to spend time with friends. Um and then of course at school, the ones that were in her class, uh who they were all special needs kids as well, obviously. But um, you know, she didn't do a lot of socializing out of school. Mm-hmm. I mean it was always planned activities with a group. It's different because she's not asking me to go, you know, spend the night at somebody's house Got it, or right. it wasn't as busy. It was easier to control mm, cuz um, everything was structured. Yes. And I was I was the one that made it happen and not happen. So, I mean, you know, I wanted her to get have a, a group of friends and of course she then she started a program uh which is would meet at the sum, uh during the summers for camp, and that was a huge blessing. It was right. uh, it's called Heroes, and it was all yes. for special needs kids. So uh, that gave her interaction. I mean, it was important for her me to to have have her have some social interaction, but it was more limited. I got it. Uh, it yes. just wasn't. It yeah. was very different than the other. It's two.
0: interesting. It's like it kind of in some ways was a little bit easier.
1: Oh, oh, for sure. Oh, yes. So I I promise you that is the case, right? Because the things you worry. Are you – the concerns you have for your your children that don't have special needs can be a little bit more challenging than – Especially for, as they get older. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I want to ask you about – I feel like the enemy gets at girls specifically with body image mm-hmm. and, like, clothes mm-hmm. and – how how did you deal with that? Well – and uh, pretty the theme much is
1: prayer. Like we should obviously yeah, no, pray to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, my style was their style until they got I mean, they had no choice. Exactly. You're you buying know, their clothes. I was the one that dressed them. And, you know, at the time Lauren, I remember saying, you know, or she looked back when she was in high school, she's why did you put me in those <laughs> outfits and that big bow? And of course now she does the same thing with her exactly. own daughter. But yeah, when they get to junior high, you know, you you pull up, you start observing when you're picking them up what everybody has on oh gosh, and you're thinking, okay, we, we could be headed for trouble here. So you want to give them that freedom because I don't know what they, what's necessarily, you know, in style or whatever for, for their age, but I would give them the freedom mm-hmm. to go shopping with their friends. But once they came home with what they purchased, it was all laid out. And then we could say, okay, so that the, the these are all good. This one, I'm, I'm not crazy about and, – and it was, you know, teaching them modesty, not to – anyway, just to wear things that were appropriate. Right.
0: Like, stylish is great. Stylish is great. Trendy is fine. Like, that's great. Right. But, like, why mm-hmm. are you – Why you know, like, is this what we want to present ourselves as? Right. And then, you you know, then you have the dances.
1: Yeah. And I can remember one year, I thought, oh, my goodness, if they get any shorter – you know, so you just you, you just have to stay. You don't want to be the mom that says, okay, everybody's wearing above-knee dresses. You're going to wear one to your ankle, you know. <laughs> but, you know, you but want there, them yeah. to fit in and not stand out, you know. And you don't want to make it a, a, a horrible thing for them. But you just have to say, okay, we're going to come to the meet in the middle here. You know, and you just you just make it work, but you have to stay on top of it. And I will tell you, there were some things that I remember looking at pictures and going, oh, my goodness, why did I let her wear that? But, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, th- all my girls have very different body types. Uh-huh. You know, we go from five, nine and a half to five, four. Right. To five feet. Uh-huh. And um, so built very different. And so it's just saying, okay. We're going to find the appropriate outfit right. for your, you know, and get multiple ones to, you know, you don't just say, well, this is what you're going to wear, you know, but, you know, just working with them. But, you know, you just, you have to, again, stay on top of it and just say, this is how it's going to work. And they may right. not like
0: you, but right. Good, so Did they have any struggle with the way that they looked?
1: Yes. Yes. Because my, Lauren did not like being tall. Uh-huh. Emily was part of, uh, she cheered, well, both my girls cheered, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I think they had the pressure of uh, looking, and Emily certainly did a certain way, Yes, um, uh, wearing a a uniform and, you know, a short skirt and bloomers underneath and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so we had some challenges with that, with body image. And, and, um, and, and so I think you have to, Obviously, look at the signs, watch the signs, and stay on top of that as well. I think it's important and to, to talk about nutrition, good health mm-hmm. um but being realistic
0: mm-hmm. for the way
1: the Lord made them, yes, and just making sure that they're content and happy with that and um because it's hard. I, I definitely you know, and Allison was you know she was fine being 5 feet tall and right uh,
0: you know she had It's no interesting that was like an easier thing as well.
1: Oh yeah. Her. Oh yes. Right. Right. Now I mean I will tell you that I have to stay on top of <laughs> what she does now as far as eating because uh you know uh she loves to eat. So, yeah. you know, you know, I'm like okay, well we're so I have to modify that a little right. bit. But um uh definitely that was a challenge and um Realizing that you know you want them to value the way they and and love the way they were made and but
0: also watching what they <laughs> how they yeah what they wear what right. they yeah what about dating when did y'all let dating happen? Well,
1: I will tell you honestly, they there were not dates. Dates. It was great right. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, it kind of put us at ease because they were. There were not time. There were not many times. Now, Lauren had a, a boyfriend. Emily really didn't date. She just had a lot of guy friends. So so that was comforting right there. And I right. didn't, you know, we didn't, we just knew she was hanging out with both guys and girls and they were all buds. Right. Lauren wanted to, uh, she did date. And, but it was always, it was never, they came and picked them up, picked her up and they went on a date, just the two of them. It was always a group.
0: Right. So it was different. It kinda, yeah, which it still is like that, I think. Yeah, I, I think it even, is too. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I definitely think there's some advantages to that. I think that um, we would have lots of, we would open our doors to guys and girls all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important too. Right. Is to keep that open, give them their privacy and their freedom to a point. Mm-hmm. They know you're there. You know, we would ha- we'd let them go upstairs to the playroom. They would do the, you know, they would watch TV. They'd horse around. You could hear them up there hooting and hollering. But right. you know, we we just wanted, and and we had a pool, so that helped, and a trampoline, and all that. Yeah. But we wanted them to come and spend time with with us. That way, if they were interested in a guy that was in the group, we you know, we certainly could see who they see are. yeah, and yeah. get to know them that way. And and then of course asking questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are what do you like about them? What you you know, what are the things that you are attracted to them about and Sharing concerns as well, you right. know, just as, as you should. So right. So there really wasn't any pickup and you know, okay, be right. back at I mean, we had always had curfew and our curfews were always, you know, much worse than you know, stricter <laughs> oh, than wait, everybody else. Wait, were they? Like, what was it? Well, you know, I'll never forget in high school, Lauren's senior year, that just well, most of my friends don't have curfews. Exactly. I'm like, oh, Well, not here, you know. I mean, so we definitely, I mean, when they were out with their friends, it was there was a specific time to come she home. Had to be out.
0: How late would they stay at your house when they were hanging out at your house? Did well, you care about that?
1: No. Uh, well, I mean, we would say the thing is they didn't come and stay for hours. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just okay on to the next house right. or on to the you know the you know wherever they're going to go the next. Waterburger, yeah, Waterburger, exactly. <laughs> so uh, they never stayed that long. Okay. But I mean, we never had them over past midnight. Okay. You know, yeah, it was not like,
0: yeah. Would the girls initiate that or would you be like, hey, let's invite people over? I think it was both. I think it was both.
1: And I think they were okay with that. But then, you know, as they probably reaching the senior year, you know, they want they want to do their own thing. And so yeah. they didn't come over as much then. But um
0: It's like they have cars, they just want to get exactly independent and exactly. Yes.
1: Yeah. 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 So, you you know, you have to, you just have to accept that. But we always monitored where, where, I mean, we always knew where they were. Right. For sure.
0: How did your decisions change, like, from first to third? And this is probably a kind of challenging question because they're different, very different in personality Mm -hmm. too. But decisions in what? Like uh, parenting decisions. Like something that you were like, oh, we thought this was this huge deal for Lauren. And by the time we had our third, we were like, no big deal. Does that make sense? Like yeah. things you overstress about. I just think with the oldest, it
1: you know, it it's challenging because you're you're setting the the structure and the boundaries and 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 the rules and you know that that's whatever you do, you know, your next child and the child after are watching and yes. you have to 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 stick with your guns and, and you know you have to make sure that that's what you're going to do. And and Lauren was so carefree That, you know, uh, which was good, but like I said, it took a lot of saying, okay, this is, these are the guidelines we're going to have in this house. She'd go off the path a little bit, then we'd have (laughs) to pull her back in. And then, you know, and, and, and it was never, she was real quiet about it. So, you know, you just, you know, but it was enough for Emily to observe the middle one. And so I think even though it wasn't like there was a lot of, um, Challenge with Lauren. I think Emily thought, "Ooh, to be good, is the right thing, and I'm going to be good and follow the rules always, so that I don't have to don't get in trouble. Don't get in trouble, exactly. And so she didn't. Yeah, she just didn't. I mean, I think she, like I said, she's a pleaser, so Mm -hmm. I that was important to her to follow the rules, right? And then you know, Allison, I'm I'm the one that called shots on everything, so it was like, but. Definitely the rules for her, when I I don't know why I'm emphasizing rules so much, but yeah. just the guidelines for her uh-huh. were definitely different. But, uh, and just un- helping her understand why we had to do things right. a certain way and um, all that. But uh,
0: did you feel a little bit more laid back with Allison or no? Oh, I did. Because yeah. typically I feel like the, more, yeah. you know, you say, oh, I'm way more laid back now. Uh, yes. Because... She just didn't have those tempting. Right. Well, then you'd also have done it twice. Right. Like, okay, yeah. this, this is going to be okay. This feels hard right now, but this, right. It, that sort of thing.
1: Oh, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I think with Lauren, you're like, okay, am I being too strict? Am I am I being loving enough? Am I doing this? You know, you question yourself, but it definitely gets easier, mm-hmm. you know, with each child, mm-hmm. I think. And but once again, like we just said earlier, personalities are
0: different. Yes, and- yes. How do you think your three girls, growing up in the family they did with the sisters they did, impacted who they are now? Which is a lot, I'm sure a lot. Yes, but like yes, just off the top of your head. Well,
1: I think you know it's it's been a huge blessing. Certainly having two girls and then having a third one with special needs mm. that that to me stands out more than anything. Mm. Just because uh, it's just they were molding her, just like my husband and I were, uh, you know, uh, working yes. to 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 mold her and shape her because she needed, you know, extra help. And um, but I think that makes them all very close. I think mm. that Lauren and Emily, they're crazy about Allison. Mm. Uh, they are my lifesavers in many respects because because. They're just, you know, to know that they are there um to love her and take mm-hmm. care of her and help me with her mm-hmm. and uh is huge. Yes. And um and then I think that Lauren and Emily uh now as they're as they adults, the mutual respect, um they have, you know, their faith is priority mm-hmm. and um They've got great husbands, godly men, and you know. So I just um, I appreciate them so much. So I yeah. think their their relationship now is it, it's always been good, but I think as adult as you know, adults and then my uh, Lauren having a child and Emily being so helpful, and then also Emily, you know, going to college and 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 majoring in political science is now teaching special ed. Wow, because yeah. of her you know, love for Allison. Right. And um, and
0: seeing, and and she's, she's so good at it. Right. And they're both, it's interesting, they both are teachers. Yes. Yeah. Like that kind of teaching and helper, like. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've been doing that for their whole lives. Exactly.
1: Right. Exactly. Yes, that's right. They have. So yeah, they are exactly where they, they should be. They are gifted in different ways. And we're all neighbors. They live close to each other. I, so, y'all seem
0: very close.
1: Yeah, we family is 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 wonderful, and I'm just grateful that they are so close and uh, to where we live, and right. close together, and uh I can
0: count on them. And what does Allison think about the grandbaby? Oh, she loves her. Like, now, do they? they totally get, get oh, along and everything.
1: Oh, yes. I mean, she will just out of the clear blue in the car go, I love Annabelle. She's oh. She is – now, there was a little – at the beginning, she kept saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm the baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, I, I'm your baby. I'm your baby. And I said, yes, right. you are, and you will always be my baby. Right. I said, but now we have a grandbaby, and you are an aunt. So I'm telling you, it has blossomed into something just – I mean, Annabelle makes a beeline for her bedroom every Wait, time she really? comes over. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it, that has been a, a huge blessing, and I, I I definitely make a point to say you are my helper because yes. on Fridays I have both of them. Right. Uh, I mean, Allison's obviously there, and and, and right. I take care of Annabelle. So she is like a sitter,
0: and um, she's great.
1: She's yes. wonderful.
0: So that's been that's been great. I've had a lot of conversations with parents. And not one parent, not one, has called it easy. And I've only been a parent for eight years now, and I'm with them. Like, easy is not a word I would use to describe this journey. The parenting decisions we make can feel daunting and hard. The struggles that our kids are facing feel real hard. The areas of growth that we see that needs to happen in our kids can feel hopeless and hard. The times where we feel like our kids aren't being treated right feel tough to navigate. There's a lot of things that just feel hard. And what do we do in those times? I wonder if you're like me and you instinctively want to make a phone call or send a text to fix it. There's something I can do. Or are you more of a researcher type and get online, order books, find more information. How How do I, how's, where's the data to fix this? Or do you just want to like vent to somebody? Like, I just want to complain and like just get fired up about it. Or do you retreat and act like it doesn't exist? Maybe at different points, you do all of the above. But let's not forget that God has given us a tool to help us endure and overcome these things. He has given us the ability to pray about it, and it's powerful and effective. I don't know why sometimes in the moment it feels like prayer, it's just not doing anything, but y'all, it really, really is. Have you ever tried it? My dad recently moved out of my childhood and beyond home, and I say beyond because it was like 36 years worth of living home. He just moved out of that. And I was looking through some of my mom's prayer journals. She prayed lots of things for me and my sister, and it's wild to see how the things she prayed for came to be. Like the one where she prayed before my freshman year at Auburn that I would make some friends. And that whole story is for another podcast. But trust me when I say, I made some friends, all right. I made some friends. (laughs) Not just friends that would last while I was at Auburn, but friends that are still with me today. The kind of friends that flew in from all over the country to support me at my mom's funeral in 2008. Those kinds of friends. And I think what happens when we become parents who pray for our kids, we also become parents who can be more present for our kids. You know how Kim said her advice when she was looking at the video for her girls' weddings, that that she her advice would be to soak up all those precious moments with her girls rather than be worried or, or thinking about the next thing. It just goes by so fast. What if we became parents that prayed more for our kids? I think we could possibly spend a little less time venting, texting, quote-solving problems, researching, worrying, and more time actually being with our kids. Let's do that. Kim mentioned Moms in Prayer, and I'm going to link that website in the show notes because there might be a Moms in Prayer group somewhere by you. I'm also going to link some other prayer resources that I've found to be pretty cool and helpful. I just would love to see us become parents who lean more on praying. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. And I will talk to you next time.